Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Pop culture escapism. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show, episode 709. I am your host, Patrick Riley, and right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! Yes, she is here. The person who keeps me out of trouble, or at least tries to. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And how are you doing on episode 709? I'm doing great. That's good. Good to hear you're doing great. And you know what, Kimmy? I am filling up our uh, event calendar for 2016. Goody. <laughs> yeah, I got some more events to uh, add, and we'll be sharing that in, in the near future. And one of the easiest ways to find out where we will be and some of the nerd, uh, and they're all nerd locations, is or events, I should say, um, just a friend, follow, and like us on social media. And you can do that by going right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And by the way, in case you missed it no, on our previous episode and on our Facebook page and other social media, we announced that the Orlando Toy and Comic Con has tickets available as of now. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Get your tickets for this fun event. Uh, Tony, get this. I'm going to just go down a quick list of some of the people that are going to be appearing there. Tony Daniel will be there. And you know who that is, right? Mm, yes. Yeah, beautiful work. Matter of fact, we have a Joker that he did. He sketched uh, right here in the studios. And I normally don't collect evil, but uh, Tony is an exception. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. Yes, it is. Yeah. B- Billy Tushy will be there as well. Also, uh, let me see, John Lehman and just announced Darwin Cook will be at this event. And plenty of other fun activity going on from 10A to 5P right at the end of the month of January, January 26th, it's on uh, the 31st, a Sunday. And big thank you going out to Mike's Comics and Mike Priest for inviting the Riley and Kimmy show to this fun event. Mm-hmm. And tickets available for the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con OTCC is available right now at Mike's Comics. That's out, let's see, OBT, Orange Blossom Trail, and Epic Comics in Orlando. Yes. And we have links right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And in case you missed in the previous episode, we announced that there is a walker, a zombie. <laughs> Even though he plays a zombie, plays a walker, plays somebody who looks really nasty. He is, I mean, really nasty. He really is a nice person. One of the nicest individuals I've ever met. Uh, he's part of The Walking Dead. And that is Mike Mundy. will be uh, in DeLand at the DeLand Comic and Collectible Show. That's the Volusia County Fairgrounds. Not that far off, January 10th, a Sunday, from 10 until 5. And the Riley and Kimmy Show will be there on hand. Also, our good friends from Phantasmagoria, Orlando, just to name a few. We have more information right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to these events? Absolutely. And I can't forget, i got to mention another one. We're going to be uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, this coming Sunday, which is December 13th. It will be a lucky 13 kind of day because it's a big auction, a Star Wars auction. That is happening, correct? Mm-hmm. And Frontier Auction will be uh, having that, and that's going to be happening this Sunday. And uh, let's see, noon till 2 is the preview time, if I remember correctly. And then the big auction starts at 2. They're estimating if it goes really smooth, should be done in three hours. But if it takes all night, that's what it'll do. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the guess. Yeah. And big thanks to uh, them for inviting the Riley and Gimme Show. Mm-hmm. 
we are going, right, Kimmy? Yes. Yeah, loading up the Batmobile and heading up north to uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And by the way, very easy location to find where that event is. We have a, we have the links right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com, but it's right off of I-95, right, Kimmy? Yes. Yeah, it's easy to find. Yes, if we can find it and we are not part of the Jacksonville uh, metro area and we had no problem, anybody can find it. Mm-hmm. Now, Kimmy, just around the corner, it is, uh, you know, Christmas, right? I mean, yeah. it's almost here. And when you, know, you think Christmas, you think of Santa, I'm sure, right? Sure. Now, my question for you, Kimmy, is who's more powerful Santa or Superman? Santa or Superman? Now, there's a reason I asked this question. <laughs> I, I'm not making this up. Somebody actually uh, proposed this one, and Michael Denon, a physics and ast- Michael Denon, a physics and astronomy professor. Oh, let me see. I where is he at? He's at he's at University of California. Uh, he asked who is more powerful. He actually proposed this question. Hmm. Santa. Or Superman? Well, I would say Superman, of course. You say the man of steel. The yeah. man of, the man of tomorrow. The yeah. last son of Krypton. Yes. Is the most powerful. Okay, now I'm going to point out one thing about the weaknesses. Santa, as he points out, his only weakness is cookies and milk, but it does not drop him down to the floor like kryptonite. Mm. It's more of a distraction okay and since we started talking about the holidays i thought we'd go back in time a little bit as uh, we face a throwback thursday together that's right this show is available when it's first on is a throwback thursday now being a thursday a throwback time i thought we'd go back to the 1940s 1946 golden age of radio old time radio with a show called the mel blank show yes it's the same guy who does all the cartoon voices he had his own radio show after he did the jack benny radio show now he was still part of jack benny and still part of uh, jack benny's tv show of course but he had his own thing for a little period yeah a little bitty time a little amount of time 1946 was the season of the Mel Blanc radio show. Now, on the show, you will hear a lot of the cartoon voices that he does, although some of them are mixtures of other voices for unique radio characters, and some are only heard on the radio show and never made it to any form of animation, no cartoons at all. So it's definitely full of ear candy. Now, keeping the holiday theme, this episode of the Mel Blanc show is called Christmas Present, originally aired December 10th, 1946. Let's go back in time on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very grateful for this opportunity to meet you and to introduce myself. I'd like to tell you a little about my background. When I first came to Hollywood, it seems when film producers heard my vocal calisthenics consistently and loud, they shouted, No! This guy don't rate with movie photogenics. They said my face was meant for radio. They said his face was meant for radio. Don't rub it in. So I developed character projection upon the air and finally got a call. Producers hollered, Mel is our selection. Cause he's the biggest character of all. Cause he's the biggest character of all. You guys can be replaced, you know. I became the happy postman with a manner so beguiling. You remember? Goodbye, Mrs. Burns. Remember, keep smiling. (laughs) I became a train announcer, and my tonsils did a conga with train leaving on track five for Anaheim, Azusa, and Coop (laughs) Kamanga. 
Phantom Radio. And everybody told him where to go. No coaching from the audience, please. <laughs> As a violin teacher, I made a nice penny. Which ain't doing bad when you work for Jack Benny. What a tune your fiddle brings on. How I wish it had no strings on. <laughs> I force a smile and try to please and cry upon my pillow. I've even been calliopes. Forgive me, please, Patrillo. <laughs> I heard that. As Pedro, when I see a girl with grace, ah, Chiquita, I say, pardon me for talking in your face, senorita. And then this little guy, I've saved for last. I'm Zuki, and in the fix shop, I'm the president of the... I'm 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 the... Taking in a lot of gold Because his face was meant for radio It's a lie Why do you think I got a fix-it shop? Cause I had to find a way to pay the rent I'm what is known as a successful flop Cause before I get a quarter it is spent I'm on a lot of air shows If I'm lying I should choke My tax consultant says If I get one more show I'm broke so why do you think I got a fix-it shop? Cause for radio his face was meant. Agents get commission, don't forget withholding tax. My dentist and physician, and my wife's account at Saks. Publicity and writers, oh my aching back and head. If I get laryngitis, then I might as well be dead. My paper profits grieve me, cause they never reach the bank. My assets, please believe me, like my second name, are blank. Oh, so why do you think you've got a fix-it shop? And I only hope the darn thing really clicks. I am the lowest of the guys on top. He has found that fame and fortune doesn't mix. There's dough for entertainment, bills and bills the whole day long. I even had to pay a guy to write this stinking song. So why do you think I got a fix-it shop? Cause I'm really in a heck of a fix. And car fare. I'm really in a heck of a Colgate Tooth Powder presents the Mel Blanc Show with Mary Jane Croft, Joe Kearns, Jerry Hausner, Hans Conried, the sportsman, Victor Miller and his orchestra, and starring the creator of the voice of Bugs Bunny. Mm. What's up, guys? <laughs> yes, Colgate Tooth Powder, for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle, brings you the Mel Blanc Show with Mel playing his new character, Zookie. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> And starring himself in person, Mel Blanc. Hi, folks. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. 
until Christmas, and in Mel Blanc's little town, young men, eager to make a good impression, are buying Christmas gifts for their young ladies. At the local furrier's, Sam Brown is saying to the clerk, I'll take this fur coat, wrap it as a gift, and send it Christmas morning. At the jewelry store, Tom Williams is saying, I'll take this diamond bracelet, wrap it as a gift, and send it Christmas morning. And in the candy shop, where Mel Blanc has been shopping, Mel is saying, I'll take this two-pound box of peanut brittle. No, don't wrap it as a gift. I'll eat it right here. <laughs> So Mel ate the peanut brittle. Right now, we find him in his fix-it shop with his girlfriend, Betty. Being very low on funds, Mel is turning the pages of a mail-order catalog, hoping that the pictures may suggest a gift for Betty. Broom handle, garbage pail, nail polish, eye wash, diamond ring fur coat, wristwatch, pen wipers, shoe horn. Huh? stop turning the pages so fast. Oh, all right. Well, let's start from the front of the catalog. Yeah, all right, good. Uh, page one, women's dresses. Page two, women's bathrobes. Page three, women's nightgowns. Page four... Betty, stop turning the pages so fast. <laughs> oh, we don't need this whole catalog anyway. That's right. I got you a perfectly wonderful gift last year without the catalog. Oh, by the way, Betty, what did you get me last Christmas? Oh, don't you remember, darling, those long-handled Chinese back scratchers? Back scratchers? Yeah. And I've been serving salad with them all year. <laughs> Gosh, Betty, won't it be swell when we're married and can have Christmas in our own little house? We'll get up Christmas morning and look at the tree with all the presents. Yes. And then maybe we'll hear the patter of little feet around the tree. Betty, Santa Claus doesn't bring children. <laughs> I know that, Mel. And I think you should also know that Willie Murdoch is giving me a wonderful gift. And very expensive. <laughs> Willie Murdoch, Willie Murdoch. <laughs> He's probably just trying to impress your father. Betty, why does your father favor him over me? He's got little narrow shoulders, and I've got... Uh, well, he's got a small forehead, and, and I've got... Uh, um, he's got practically no chin, and, and I've got... Uh, uh, gosh, we look so much alike, I don't see how your father can tell us apart. <laughs> Willie will take care of that with his Christmas gifts. Oh, is that so? Well, I'm going to get some money and get you a much bigger Christmas present. Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Colby. Hello, Father. Betty, are you here again? How many times have I told you to stay away from this no-good, timid nincompoop? Father, that's not true. Mel is not timid. <laughs> now, that's right, Betty. Betty, this, this pauper will never amount to anything. Is that so? Is that so? I bet you don't have a quarter to your name. Is that so? 
That's so. <laughs> well, look, Mr. Colby. Betty, you go on back to the supermarket. You should be helping Willie prepare for the new radio program. Yeah, all right, Father. Goodbye, Mel. Bye, Betty. Mr. Colby, did you say something about a radio program? Yes, but it needn't bother you. Needn't bother me, Mr. Colby? Me, the greatest actor in town? Oh, never mind that. I came in to see if you could straighten out this signet ring I'm wearing. It's gotten a little lopsided. Oh, that's easy, Mr. Colby. Just lay your finger on the counter here. Uh, uh, here? Yeah, that's fine. Now, I'll just take this hammer and... Oh, Mel Blanks! <laughs> What's the matter, Mr. Colby? The ring isn't lopsided anymore. No, now my finger is! <laughs> well, Mr. Colby, if I've done anything to hurt you, let me make it up by acting in your radio program. Oh! Uh, what kind of a program is it, anyway? Well, it's an idea my manager, Willie Murdoch, gave me. I'm sponsoring a program which appeals to the ladies. Great idea, Willie's. Supper at the supermarket. Supper at the supermarket? <laughs> See, that's a natural for me. I would make a perfect master of ceremonies. Oh, no, I'm leaving. Oh, don't go, Mr. Colby. Listen to this. Uh, now you have eight. Will you try for 16? Who does that sound like? Tommy Manville. <laughs> No, no, Phil Harris. Uh, oh, I'll even do his accordion. I should have said Baker. I'll even do Baker's accordion. I can do either one of them, but I'll do... But I'll, I'll do Phil Baker's accordion. Listen to this. Oh, Mel Blank, I've had enough of your... Well, wait a minute. I, I'm a natural for... I'm a natural for radio, Mr. Colby. Listen to this. You gotta start out each day with a song. Even if things go wrong. <laughs> Mel Blank, you uh, come around to my program and I'll break every bone in your body now. How do you like that? Everybody wants to get into the act. <laughs> Please, Mr. Colby, give me a chance. Besides, I need the money badly. I want to get Betty a Christmas gift and I don't want to give her just anything. I want to give her something she'll like. Don't worry, if she likes you, she'll like anything. <laughs> Besides, my manager, Willie Murdoch's going to be the master of ceremonies. Well, I gotta go now. Oh, oh wait, Mr. Colby, just one more. Ah, uh, uh, there's good news tonight. The international picture is a bit clouded. <laughs> On the one hand, we see good tidings. On the other hand, we see bad tidings. <laughs> Who knows? Tomorrow, maybe. Just tidings. In conclusion... In conclusion, I'm leaving. Oh, gosh. I'll never be able to get enough money for Betty's gift. What'll I do? Ah, there's bad news for Mel Blight tonight. In conclusion, we can safely say that for Mel, it looks very blank. <laughs> trouble can spell the doom of happiness between bride and groom. That little breath of trouble, I mean unpleasing breath, has ruined many a romance. Don't you be an innocent victim. Here's a helpful hint. Brush your teeth night and morning and before every date with Colgate Tooth Powder. For Colgate Tooth Powder cleans your breath as it cleans your teeth. 
Yes, scientific tests have definitely proved that in seven cases out of ten, Colgate tooth powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. What's more, no dentifrice at any price cleans your teeth more quickly and thoroughly than Colgate tooth powder. Remember to buy it first thing. And remember the name, Colgate tooth powder with the accent on powder. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate tooth powder. Now, Victor Miller, the sportsman, and Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus, Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus said, gather round me little chillin' before you go to bed. Just give him your attention, hear what he's got to say. I'll tell you how the animals got that way. The leopard's pappy got the gout from eating too much speckled trout. And that meat dreamed of polka dots. And that's how the leopard got his spots. That's what Uncle Remus said. That's what Uncle Remus said from speckled trout and polka dots. That's how the leopard got his spots. More, 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 more. Uncle Remus, tell us more. He saw his monkey friend swinging by his other end. He tried the same thing on a rail. And that's how the piggy got a curly tail. That's what Uncle Remus said. That's what Uncle Remus said. He tried the same thing on a rail. That's why the piggy got a curly tail. That's all, little chillins. That's all, little chillins. Be good, little chillins. Time to go to bed. That's right, Uncle Weemus. Good night, Uncle Weemus. Good night, Uncle Weemus. <laughs> or we'll put a hole in your head. Your head. Flag tried to get the job of master of ceremonies on Mr. Colby's new radio program, Supper at the Supermarket, so that he could buy his girlfriend, Betty, as expensive a gift as the one his rival, Willie Murdoch, is getting her. But Mr. Colby turned Mel down cold, and Mel still hasn't been able to raise any money. However, the wonderful thing about Mel is that he never worries. Despite his predicament, he calmly goes about his duties in the fix-it shop. Right now, his keen mind is tackling the delicate problem of restoring the voice of a mama doll. Gosh, if only he gets Betty a better present than I do. With experienced fingers, he deftly manipulates the mechanism of the voice of the doll. I gotta get some money. Gee, my customers owe me plenty. Now, having completed the delicate operation, he tips the mama doll gently forward. <laughs> ah, just like new. Oh, I know what to do. Hey, Zuki! Yeah, I'm me, I'm me, Mel. Look, Zuki, here's a list of people who owe us money. I want you to go out and collect it. Oh, okay, Mel. Uh, you can depend. On me. 
Gee, I'm, I hope I can uh, collect some money from Mel. Well, here's the first house. Here, Mrs. Brown. I'll ring the bidet. I'll ring the bidet. I'll ring the bidet. I'll ring the bidet. I'll knock on the door. Hello, Mrs. Brown. I came to collect from Mel's repair job on on your washing machine. What? Do you know what he did to my washing machine? I just put these sheets through it and look at them. Gee, what lovely lace curtains. Well, here's the Jones house. Uh, how do you do, Mrs. Jones? I came to collect a bill for Mel Blank. Well, here's the, here, the Smith house. Uh, how do you do, Mrs. Smith? I came to collect... Well, here's the Gibbs house. Uh, how do you do? Well, here's the Martin house. And nobody home. Well, Zuki, how did you make out? Oh, well, I, I collected ten to the, ten to the, five to the, five, three to the, uh, <laughs> not a dime. <laughs> oh, oh, Mel, here comes Mr. Cushing, the, the, the president of the Loyal Order of Benin, in the Nev, Benin, 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 not very well, Mel. Last Thursday, my wife and I had the worst fight we've ever had. Next morning, she was in the hospital. <laughs> Poor woman. Poor woman, nothing. She was visiting me. <laughs> Brought me a pie. She says, eat it. It's good for you. It'll melt in your mouth. <laughs> well, did it melt in your mouth? Yeah, but it hardened in my stomach. <laughs> That woman is hard, Mel. Her relatives, her feelings, her face, her voice. If only your arteries would get that way. <laughs> I don't know why I'm standing here telling you all this. It's just that I don't know what to talk to. <laughs> well, Mel, you gotta be going. Before you hug a mighty potentate, uh, where are you going? Well, I'm going to Colby's supermarket program. The wife will be there because they're giving away a $40 bottle of perfume to the oldest woman in the audience. Well, do you think your wife is old enough to win it? Ha! <laughs> you really married a woman much older than you, didn't you? Uh, Mel, age didn't matter. When I first met my wife, babe, I worshipped the ground she walked on. <laughs> Besides, she owned the property. <laughs> I guess in your case, Cupid was a real estate agent. Say, did you go with Babe much before you married her? Well, I went with her for five years. And then her uncle died and left her $3 million. After that, it was a case of love at first sight. <laughs> oh, you only married her because her uncle left her that money. No, that's not true, Mel. I would have married her no matter who left her the money. <laughs> Mel, how different it was when we were first married. I remember I carved our initials on a big tree. 
She was so touched, she kissed the tree. How romantic. Uh, then what happened? The tree died. <laughs> Man, you're not listening very carefully. Well, I was just thinking. If I was the oldest lady in Colby's supermarket, I'd get the $40 bottle of perfume. Then I'd give it to Betty, and that would settle everything. Say, mighty potentate, do you know where I can get a lady's wig? Well, I could let you have one of my wife's. <laughs> but I won't have any part of such skullduggery. Goodbye, Mel. Hug-hug-a-boo-hug-a-boo-boo-hug-a. Gosh, I wonder how I sound as an old lady. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Well, 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 are we having fun? Isn't supper at the supermarket a gosh dandy program? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, the woman with a funny hat can sit down now. Well, this is Willie Murdoch handing the mic back to your host, Mr. Colby, who will select the very oldest lady in our audience. Excuse me, young lady. May I sit next to you, girl? <laughs> Why, certainly, madam. My, you're... Awfully old. Well, I gotta be to win the prize I'm getting for you. Mel, you in a dress and a wig. Shh, quiet, Betty. Now, I'll get you a better gift than Murdoch, and I don't care how I do it. <clears throat> now, ladies, the highlight of our show, the awarding of this $40 bottle of perfume. I'm going to select the oldest lady in the audience. Uh, call out your ages, please. 70. 80? 85. <laughs> 90. A hundred, that's my last offer. <laughs> that's a very quaint way of putting it. Uh, madam, did you say you were a hundred? That's right. A hundred going on. Going on what? On adrenaline. <laughs> what else? <laughs> uh, madam, what do you attribute your long life to? Oh, vitamins. Vitamins, eh? Yeah. My uncle ate vitamins all the time, every day. Oh, made him so lively and jumpy. Always jolly and happy. Finally, at 90, he died. He died, huh? Yeah, peppiest funeral you ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> well, madam, before I give you the grand prize, we'd like to know what is your secret ambition? To get the bottle of perfume. Uh, yes. <laughs> You must tell us what your secret ambition is. Well, uh, I'd like to go on the radio. Well, what could you do on the radio? Oh, I'd be a great mistress of ceremonies on a program like this. Uh, uh, guess who this is? You have eight. Will you try for 16? I know. Phil Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I should have said Baker. <laughs> no, Tommy Manville. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I'll take the perfume now. No, not before you do another impersonation, Grandmother. Well, all right. You gotta start out each day with a song. <laughs> Even when things go wrong. <laughs> I've heard that before only a short while ago. How do you like that? Everybody wants to get into the act. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll take the perfume now. Uh, Mr. Colby, we only have 30 seconds left on the air. It's time for you to kiss the old lady. I'll go and you can keep the perfume. So long. I mean, so long. Just as I suspected. Mel Blank, I'll teach you to make a fool out of me. Or I'm going to break every bone in your body. Gosh, 
gosh, Betty, imagine your father throwing me out like that. A fine way to treat an old lady. Oh, Mel, darling, it's all my fault. I should never have mentioned Willie Murdoch's gift to you. To get me a better gift, look what you went through. Yeah, the door of your father's supermarket. <laughs> oh, what's the use? Oh, look, here comes Willie Murdoch. Willie, what happened to you? Oh, your father didn't like the program, so he threw me out of the supermarket, too. He did? Yeah. How do you like that? Everybody wants to get into the act. <laughs> breath of trouble, unpleasing breath, has put the brakes on many a promising business career. So be on your guard against this handicap. Do this. Brush your teeth night and morning and before every date with Colgate Tooth Powder. For Colgate Tooth Powder cleans your breath as it cleans your teeth. Yes, scientific tests have definitely proved that in seven cases out of ten, Colgate Tooth Powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. What's more, no dentifrice at any price cleans your teeth more quickly and thoroughly than Colgate Tooth Powder. Remember to buy it first thing, and remember the name, Colgate Tooth Powder, with the accent on powder. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. This is Mel Blank saying thanks for listening, good night, and that's all, folks. <laughs> Be sure to join us again next Tuesday night for more fun with Mel and the people you'll need in Mel Blank's Fix-It Shop. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.